Hello everyone, this is Violet and you're listening to The Millennial's Bible, Episode 6, A Millennial New Year. Happy 2018, fellow Millennials! It's going to be a great year, because you know what? Let's do a quick 2017 wrap-up. Wasn't the greatest year. I mean, we all had some kind of hope it it would be better than 2016. I mean, basically because Trump was elected in 2016. But then it just ended up being a whole shit show of a year. That was 2017. I do have to say my one favorite highlight of the year was definitely my best friend from home, my hometown getting married and going to her wedding, and that was in November of 2017. So that was the only shining light at the end of the tunnel of a year that was just pretty sucky all around. Maybe it wasn't for all of you millennials, but there's like that general idea on social media right now that 2017 wasn't great. So now we're all into 2018. We're about a week or so in. We've got these great high hopes. Everyone's got their resolutions. I don't know if you can hear it, but I've got like a little um, like oil diffuser going on in the background. So that was one of my, I guess, semi resolutions of using oil diffusers more often. <laughs> um so yeah, we, we've got a lot of promise. We got a lot of hope. That's what I love about the month of January. It's a like fresh start. And even if you don't start on January 1, you've got so much ahead of you for students. I don't know if students at, that are in school right now are technically millennials, but for those of you millennials in grad school or that are teachers, you've got to come back into a fresh class or maybe you're coming back um, and just kind of like rested over the holidays. So it just feels like a good start. Uh, for 2018 so far. I think it's been pretty great. Uh, This episode really has no (laughs) like agenda or topic as far as like talking about the new year and what all we're looking forward to. So I think one thing that I am looking forward to is just kind of being, this is going to sound so freaking cheesy, but being a better me. doing more than I did last year. Uh, Starting with this podcast, I want to put out weekly episodes. I really want to see where this can go and who I can get on this show as far as guests. I, at the very beginning of my show, said that I would have my roommates on and they said they want to do it. I just keep like not really lining up and asking them and setting a time to like sit aside and do this. So that's one of my for sure resolutions is to get more guests on this podcast, get this thing rolling a little bit more. Um, And maybe just like get to talking about some great issues in a conversational manner instead of just me preaching to my little microphone in my room. (laughs) But in the meantime, we've got 2018. We've got some great movies coming out. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them 2 is coming out in November. And then um, the like Avengers movie, I think, is a big one coming out. I don't know. I kind of get lost with the Avengers. I'm not going to lie. I don't really know what movie they're on, but that's coming out at some point. Um, I think there's also like a few other things as far as movies and shows on the horizon. There will not be a new Game of Thrones because fuck them. They take years to make a new season of six episodes. So whatever. I won't be looking forward to that. But there is a new season of Westworld coming out. And yes, I do watch a lot of HBO, as you can tell. Uh, Westworld's a great show. So you should definitely check it out if you haven't seen the first season, because it's just like a really great kind of like mind puzzle and I love those kinds of shows because then you can go back and rewatch it and like get something completely different from the second time around of binging it. 
Um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them too. I'm so excited for because now that I've really like dived into my Harry Potter obsession in 2017, I'm like ready to see what else is out there, kind of dig into the other Potter worlds. Um, I got The Cursed Child for Christmas from my parents. I asked for the copy of it. So I read that pretty quickly. It's a fast read. So if you've thought about like, oh, should I read it or not? Definitely do it. It took me like less than two afternoons to like just pour through it. Super interesting. I get why some people don't like it. I think coming straight out after all the Harry Potter books, and I know it wasn't like right after them, of course, but having that be one of the first like, oh, it's like a Harry Potter book all over again, but it was actually a screenplay and everyone was just really disappointed by it. I could totally see that. It reads a lot faster than the Harry Potter books because there's no like narration going on. There's no like description really of the scene, none of that that you get in like a true novel, but instead it's just like, fast back and forth dialogue so you kind of like feel like it's over really fast or you feel like you don't really get wrapped into each act as you would probably if you saw it it would make a little bit of a difference but yeah I like I enjoyed it I thought it was a cool like addendum to the Harry Potter series I personally don't like plays that much or like musicals at all so will I go see it not unless I get a free ticket for sure but it was a cool read I like how it gave a little bit more to the story uh, some of it I felt like was a little gimmicky, which I was surprised because I thought the whole point of this is, was that it was supposed to be very different from the Harry Potter series. And that's why everyone was mad. But there were so many like throwbacks to it. It was kind of like, can we just see what happens next instead of going back to Voldemort again? It was just like, oh, Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. Like, yeah, we get it. He's the evil guy. He's like the main bad character. Is there anyone else that's evil? I don't know. Whatever. Take that to heart, JK Rowling, because I know you listen to this. In other news, 2018 is an exciting year as far as politics. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's the midterm elections, and that means in the middle of the president's term, which is why it's midterm, um, there's all the elections for like senators, and it's kind of the everyone who wasn't up for election in 2016 is now up for election for the most part. So that's really exciting. It's going to be a lot of political battles. It's really going to ramp up before um, the fall when those elections happen. Uh, it's going to be crazy in Los Angeles, in California, for sure, because everyone's just such a nut job out here. They like can't stop screaming about politics. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I think it'll be interesting. I'm personally not holding my breath. I'll do my due diligence and vote for who I can and who I think is the best candidate. But I don't know. I don't see any impeachment coming anytime soon. I just see a lot of great SNL sketches on the horizon. But can I just say, I'm fucking sick of Alec Baldwin doing Trump. Like, I get it. He's good. But, like, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm really tired of it. I could watch something better. But that just goes into my whole analysis of SNL and how, like, you know, it's an okay show, but they really have a lot of sketches that aren't that funny most episodes. And for the ones that aren't that funny, I just find that the cast members start like laughing and they can't hold themselves together to get the joke out anyways. It's like, it's not that funny. It's obviously some kind of inside joke or you guys think it's funny and we don't get it. So it makes it even worse when you can't actually do the punchline because you're laughing so much. But that's just me criticizing on something I could never do. So <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. Um, in other words, there's a lot of like health and wellness things going around for the new year. I think everyone is very much into like improving their body, improving their eating habits, 
If anyone's heard about that crazy keto diet, I'd love to hear how it's going because I hear it's pretty awesome. You get some crazy results, but as my coworker said, I'd have to give up beer to do it, and I don't know if I'm ready to do that, so no keto for me at the moment. Uh, I am doing like a teacher training for a yoga sculpt teacher, which coming out of my mouth like sounds so interesting, I guess, kind of funny to me because I never pictured myself doing that. I was always such like an overweight child and I've been like kind of overweight for the majority of my life. Still am technically that the fact of me going into yoga teaching is just like a little comical to me. I never thought I would be doing that. So I'm like really excited, honestly, to do that. I really just want to make some bomb playlists and do squats to them and make other people do it. That just sounds like pure joy to me. But we'll see what happens. It's pretty fun. I'm also still job searching for a full-time job, which I'm not sure if we ever touched on that as far as, um, you know, the beginning of the podcast. But that's what really inspired me to start this is kind of like a little side project to get some creativity out of the way. But I'm job searching full-time. Um, it's really hard for millennials who might have like had a job and are looking for another one or for millennials who graduated and are looking for jobs. It's not that easy. <laughs> I definitely thought it was great. I had a really easy time getting like part-time jobs in high school and throughout college. Um, it really came easy to me and like interviews came naturally to me. And now that I live in Los Angeles, I think it's just such a competitive job market. And there's so many people out there that you really have to set yourself apart. And a lot of that involves networking. Now, I used to think networking was like going to weird events and like, I don't know, high society situations and trying to like make friends with all the people. But I found out through one of the USC like counselors or like career services counselors that it's really just as easy as like sending messages on LinkedIn. And I'm like, okay, so that's like the millennials way of networking, like a little I am on LinkedIn. Hey, I went to the same school as you. That's awesome. Go Trojans. Hey, what's going on with this opening at your job? So it's kind of a weird situation. I didn't think that really counted as networking, but apparently it is. And apparently it's as easy as that. So if you know me and you're getting a LinkedIn message from you, me, I am officially networking your ass. So you better message me back or else I will blame all my problems on you. I'm just kidding. I won't. Uh, in other news, I wanted to just kind of go off on random tangents about 2018 and in general, and I want to say that I think a great podcast for everyone to listen to in 2018 is And That's Why We Drink. Yes, that's the name of it. It starts with and. Uh, it is a great podcast that I laugh to all the time, and it's technically a true crime and um, like paranormal stories podcast, but it's not like creepy or scary like that. It's not a bunch of like nerds in a room like talking about ghost encounters, which I thought it would be. But no, it's actually like super funny. It's these two girls who live in LA and I secretly want to like be their best friend and want to work for them and be their unpaid intern on this podcast. But um, just like don't tell them that they'll probably won't listen to this. But they're super cool. And they're so funny. And it really their podcast is like great to drive to because it is like interesting. And it is scary. But there's something about like listening to a story over a podcast that makes it less scary than like reading the online version or having to see pictures or like watching a movie about it. So it's really not that scary. It's super funny, very interesting. And I, I don't know, I love it. So I highly encourage 
everyone to listen to it in 2018. They only started last year. Um, they're only just now coming up on their like one year anniversary of having the podcast. So I think that's super cool. I am like so blown away by how awesome they are. And just like, you know, slight girl crushes on them. That's that's it. All right. So in other news, um, I have to say that 2018 is a year where I think we should all be a little bit more confident in ourselves. Um, some of you guys may be extremely confident, but I think there's just like no time like the present to take advantage of your situation and the opportunities around you. This is super cheesy and it probably comes from working at a yoga studio most of my day, but affirmations and talking about like positivity is a huge influence in your life and for me, I know that I can get like down about something like considering a job search. I could get down about I didn't hear back from this one company or I really like this position and I didn't get it. You can dwell on those things and sometimes it kind of feels good to keep dwelling on the bad and to keep throwing that pity party. And then there's other times where, you know, if you just kind of like force feed yourself positive thoughts it all starts kind of clicking a little bit faster and you really see some results from it um, a bit quicker. So just like even if you have reasons to feel down, you have like situations that you're not happy about or you're stressed about or you're really anxious for that are coming up or just past. Sometimes I think just constantly repeating positive affirmations can make your mood a little bit better. And then once your mood's better, you'll attract better things. Again, all very yogi type talk, but it's really been true for me so far in 2018. Just kind of taking one day at a time and not stressing out so much about what's ahead or what I need to be worried about, but instead just focusing on the here and the now and then thinking, you know, there are opportunities all around me. There's happiness all around me. There's love all around me. There's, I mean, you name it, chocolate cake all around me. There's just so many good things um, that are in your life that you don't focus on when you're stressed or when you're anxious or when you're throwing that personal pity party. And the less you're like focusing on those, the less that you'll bring in more good things to your life. That was probably the worst grammar I've used in 2018, but I think you get the idea. Think good thoughts, good thoughts will come. Think bad thoughts, bad thoughts will just keep coming. And that's a good 2018 mantra, you know? In other words, I was also, um, I also watched Black Mirror recently. I don't know if any of you guys watch Black Mirror. It's definitely like picking up around millennials. Everyone is talking about it. And I think a big reason of that is because they take like the near future and technology and kind of turn it into a whole situation of, um, you know, the darkness in the side of it and how it can corrupt society to have that type of um, technology and innovation. So I think it's fascinating. I also think some of the episodes are super depressing and they linger with me like way longer than I'd like them to. But the fourth season that just came out um, this month is pretty good. So I, you know, I'd recommend it if you haven't watched it before, but it definitely is a mind fuck in some of the scenes. So keep that in mind. Each episode is different. They're like mini movies. You know what I mean? It's not a big deal. It's not like a whole six episodes of one like storyline. They're all different. And then I want to say for 2018, you know, it's only January. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what North Korea is going to do? Who knows what Trump's going to do? Who knows what your best friend, your family, anyone is going to do? So I think 
it's just great to not really get caught up in expecting too much from yourself in the year. And I set less like resolutions besides the podcast thing, which I already stated, less like resolutions for myself and a little bit more of like personal goals that maybe I don't want to like achieve by 2019, but something that I just want to personally work on. And I start putting at the forefront of my mind each day. So again, this podcast is one of them. And then, yeah, just like being positive and bringing in all the good thoughts. I think one of the most exciting things to look forward to in 2018 are all of the Kardashian babies and the Jenner baby, which we all know Kylie must be pregnant because what the fuck is she doing if she's not pregnant? Um, and then, yeah, Chloe's baby is going to be great. Kim's circuit baby, which I still find a very weird concept, just like don't have the other baby. I mean, or adopt one for God's sake, but whatever. Sure. Good for her. That'll be interesting. I'm only interested because I love Kanye. And then Chloe's baby. I'm just thrilled for her. Obviously, I just want her to, you know, be happy. I've been following her for so long and she's a sweetheart. She deserves to have an awesome family. So let's hope that happens. And then, yeah, really, that's about it. I want to give a few shout outs to my best friends that listen to this, to Hannah and Cassie, who Cassie is now um, an actual millennial because I taught her how to use a podcast and look it up, which thank you, Cassie, because that gives me more confidence that my parents will never figure it out. And then also to my boyfriend, Reed, because he also listens to this podcast and he says it's great because he realizes how much he interrupts me as I talk because he says in the car he'll listen to this podcast and then keep wanting to say something back to me, but is cutting me off every time. If only he'd just let me talk, I could talk straight for hours and hours, apparently. Um, yeah, so let's hope this podcast gets shared around a little bit more. I'd love input for ideas for those of you who listen. And, you know, let's just like kick off January right. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your time. And yeah, send out good thoughts. This is the Millennials Bible and tune in next week for episode seven.